Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If you ask a kid how to, do, to draw a mountain, they'll draw a Mount Fuji. Mm. Isn't it a volcano, though? I think so. Hello, welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I am Tom. And I'm Ed. And this episode is about Japan. I f- oh, God, I feel like we should... Oh, no, it's just <laughs> instantly starting. <laughs> thinking like, there should have been a gong. Ed, put a gong in post <laughs> or not. Um, yeah, Japan. Japan. That, that picture specifically, for those who are not watching, it's Tokyo, I'm pretty sure, with uh, Mount Fuji in the back. Mount Fuji, yeah. And it reminds me that one of my best friends went to Japan and he sent me a postcard because he knows I love postcards. And admittedly, he was on a cruise-like ship at some point, but he sent me a postcard of, like, the ship. And very, very small in the background, you can see Mount Fuji. Oh, paradise. <laughs> I was like, on the one hand, I was like, I mean, I care more about Fuji than the boat, to be honest with you. <laughs> but also, how cool is that? It's more like a flyer for the for the ship, if anything. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit more of an advert. But yeah. So you, neither of you have been? I haven't no. been, no. Des- no. Desperate to go. Yeah, same. It's It's up there. It just seems like it's... So alien to what I'm used to. Yeah. I really want to go, but to be honest, it's not like if I if I was given a budget of like I don't know two thousand pounds or something like that, you go away tomorrow. You have to go somewhere I'd probably go to South America before I go to Japan. Okay, I think. Well, it would cost you two thousand pounds for a night in Japan. Probably it's so expensive, right? Yeah, mega bucks. I don't know. Like mega, mega, super expensive. Like crazy expensive. So your two thousand would go way further. Well, unlimited. It does. Like the point is, I would rather go somewhere else. Not not because I don't want to go. It looks amazing. I just feel like personally, I want to see other things first. That's fair. It's it's so alien. It's so like so far. Like far you mean like far far removed from from, from what, what, we what know. you what yeah. you would expect? Not necessarily from what I would expect, but from what I know. And not that I like, don't like putting myself in like weird situations. I mean, Central Asia is pretty like alien to us as well, mm. because you don't understand a word, and there's no like tourism infrastructure, so there's like no English whatsoever. But Japan just feels like everything is so different. It just feels like it would be so overwhelming. overwhelming. Yeah. All the well, that was one of the main things that people I know that have been have said. It's just like you go and it's the sounds, the sights, the smells. It's just chaos is that well not necessarily chaos but organized chaos. very organized is yeah. that is that not is that just tokyo or is it like i i imagine that there's quite a big sort of difference between like if you're in tokyo or if you yeah. go if you go to yeah, like yeah. kyoto or that's the only other city i know <laughs> aside from the ones that got blown up yeah um, <laughs> which are actually quite a few sadly but yeah <laughs> well it's yeah. only it's only two Three. um with uh what? Well, not blown up by the Americans necessarily, but like Fukushima had didn't have like the the nicest time in like two thousand nine, Did you know that? Oh, the 11, tsunami. Maybe. Yeah, it was eleven. Yeah. You know that the, and the uh, nuclear explosion, not just a tsunami. Yeah, it was. I rough. I heard, I read, and I actually did read this. I didn't just listen to it on YouTube and, and say I read it. Um, <laughs> uh, that the and I don't think we're actually going to talk about the the Yakuza or Yakuza. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, the organized crime uh, syndicates in Japan. Mm-hmm. They are actually one of the largest sort of givers of humanitarian support during the Fukushima disaster. Really? Like, yeah, they banded together and like rebuilt roads and like organized supply lines. In mm-hmm. a way, it's not too surprising. Like the mafia would probably do similar like things so, in Italy. So, so, cle- so clearly, yeah, very clearly, nice people. Clearly, there is honor amongst thieves. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, during is Fukushima in the north, uh, the east, or the west? Kind of. I think I think it's on the 
on oh god i'm so bad at other countries east and west i think it's on the east eastern seaboard i I would say eastern as well but yeah i don't know let's let's blindly assume the east i've got some i've got some japan facts because i realized that we've been doing several of these episodes now yeah i don't think this is actually our 10th so this is our 10th one and the the pilot 10 what's 10 in, in japanese no idea. I don't even know how to say one, so it's going to be complicated. Ish is one, because I think san ish. 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 So say it ten ish, times and you're ish, good. San. Ah, true. Uh, um, but yeah, we've not we've not done any geography facts, like no. like actual facts. So population of Japan, 126 million. It's uh, 126 million. Shit. Yeah, that's like so, just under double of the UK. Yeah, um, four thousand islands. Uh, but the four main ones are Hikaido, Honshu, Shukoku, and Kyushu. It gets quiet every time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and not the Kuril Islands, right? Uh, no, not the Kuril Islands. The K- Kirill. Uh, Kirill. Is that a, presumably that's a Russian name then? Yeah, I think in Russian they're called like Kirillsky Ostrov. I don't know. Is it? Have you heard about them? No. They are. A chain of islands that were, well, they're still in dispute with Russia. Um, and there's, isn't that where the rabbits are? Mm, no. Are they famous rabbits? No. Yeah, there's no? an island that I read about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is in the south and like between two Japanese, like big islands. So right. it wouldn't be next to Russia. I like, I like, her. well, so yeah, the Kirill Islands are from the 1904 Japo-Russian Russian. Russia Japanese War. Nothing interesting on those islands. They're just like near Kamchatka. Um, okay. Rabbit Island. I like how I like. I'm a big fan of a country that has like an animal island. Because isn't there like off the coast of Brazil like Snake Island, which is full of which <laughs> is just full of fucking like poisonous snakes. Not sure. Um, and I'm sure that there are like Monkey Islands somewhere. Yeah, there's definitely there Monkey be, Islands. I think um, I think I've been to one in Thailand. I like that. I like that Japan was sensible enough to be like, "We're going to have an island of one animal." Wasn't it? It's it was nice from thing. experiments. Yeah, it's it going to be. Like it's not island. actually that like nice and oh, let's have animals. <laughs> Cute bunnies. It, it is literally on an island called Okunoshima um, that used to be a poison gas factory <laughs> just before World War Two, and I obviously like. Uh, Worked a lot during World War Two. So, <laughs> so why are the rabbits there? They released them afterwards. They were tested on, and oh. then they bred like rabbits. Oh, there's loads of them now, isn't there? Yeah, like, I don't have a, a number, but like people go just for the rabbits. Is, isn't there? And um, apologies if if one of you has already done research on research on this. Isn't there like a suicide forest in Japan? Yeah, there is. Yeah, uh, it's at the kind of foothills of. Well, it's not there anymore, but Mount Fuji. Oh, it's it's behind the boat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the, the side of the boat. Yeah, um, but that worked, that got quite popular a few years ago because that YouTuber was it Logan like, Paul filmed yeah, it. Logan Paul. Yeah. yeah, filmed one in there. I'm not familiar with Logan Paul. He's just a YouTuber. It was okay. quite annoying, but yeah, he he filmed someone in the suicide forest. It's pretty horrible. Well, an actual person suiciding. Suicided. Not, yeah. yeah. Suicide. Unalived. There's unalived. <laughs> <laughs> There's obviously Harry Kiri as well. The but that's a bit of an honourable killing, isn't it? Yeah. Is it sep, sep, seppuku? Seppuku. Is that when, when it's, slicing it, of the slice, belly? Yeah. yeah. Well, probably. There's probably a direction to it. Yeah. Probably. No. I was going to research the Last Samurai because I was like, oh, it's a it's a film. It's got Tom Cruise in it. It's, a little bit about Japanese culture and I'm that lazy <laughs> and then and then I sort of got up some articles and it was really long and a little bit dull and I was like right. oh no I, 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 I can't be bothered I didn't read about Samurai I was hoping one of you guys did no not really I don't know anything about Samurai right. I've watched I've watched loads of I've got I have like Samurai films <laughs> no, no I, used, I have seen quite a few Samurai films I had like a I had like a really I had so fucking pretentious um when I was like 14, 15, I got into Japanese films and then not not just things like Battle Royale and like Ichi the Killer, but I had a little a little phase where I watched loads of samurai films. There's a really famous uh Kira, Kira Kurosawa who did seven, Kurosawa, seven, yeah, yeah. seven Samurais and like 
loads. Like you know, the Magnificent Seven, the Western. Yeah, that's the the Japanese film it's based on. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know where I'm really going with this. <laughs> you I, just watched a lot of uh, Japanese yeah, yeah, films. No, 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 yeah, no. I remember. I remember. Um, I go through like YouTube phases where yeah. like I just get obsessed with one specific topic on YouTube. Uh, YouTube. I went really Welsh then. Um, and there's a program on American TV called Forged in Fire. Have you heard about this? No. no. You basically get like amateur blacksmiths oh. and they like recreate a weapon from history and then they test it out on like ballistic jelly. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> I like the stuff they use on Mythbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I've seen loads of them where they're like, they'll make like a samurai sword and, yeah. then, and then some poor, like some little like bearded in hillbilly from america it's like oh, i made the most beautiful samurai sword in the world <laughs> and, then, and then some other guy with a stupid fucking mustache like breaks it on a like a rock and it's like your sword your sword shit mate and throws it down smash um so yeah that's nice. what i know i got um when i was working in a pub about 15 years ago there was a guy in there who was clearly like he was a regular and he would always sit on his own but every time i spoke to him he'd always talk about anime um and he was just obsessed with Japan. He was like, you've got to watch this TV series. And then came in with a stack of DVDs. And it was like 10 series of, um, I don't even know what you would call it. It was just like a TV drama comedy thing called Great Teacher Onizuka. And okay. it was about a maverick teacher that like all the normal head teachers and stuff, they hated him because he was badly behaved. But all the students loved him because he was Great Teacher Onizuka. And just a complete badass. Um, yeah. I got I was, I was really 10 hurt. series into Great well, you Teacher watched, You watched series. it all? Yeah, I don't know why. Do you like it? One of those things that you just keep at for no reason. Fair enough, yeah. There's a lot of people who, like European people, who love Japanese culture. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, compare if you compare it to any other type of culture, like no one's like, "Oh, I love Nigerian culture." <laughs> I suppose, and this maybe is a little bit lazy, but there's a lot of like Korean culture fan fan boys. True, girls, yeah, like, yeah, K-pop. K-pop. That only seems oh, to have been go. quite recent though. But I've always known people being obsessed with Japan. Like, I mean, Pokemon was a bit of a entrance to to loving all sorts of japanese culture i don't i don't actually know anyone who's obsessed with like manga and anime and but i always sort of maybe this is really snobbish of me sort of look, look down on them <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know it's, it's just someone expressing what they what they enjoy you know? yeah, so yeah. I, sh- I shouldn't be so i shouldn't be such a prick in short uh, yeah it doesn't i think like it takes a while to actually understand it to some extent obviously you understand like the storylines and stuff like that for manga and stuff it's so different like mm. even you know the animation if you're watching something or if you're reading something you have to read don't they like read from right to left like the book you actually start oh, do you? in at our end oh i didn't realize i don't, I don't know i think so oh, i thought i thought that's See, that, that seems like something you should have researched there <laughs> yeah yeah probably <laughs> which way, they which read? way do they read <laughs> Never no, like maybe on the page they do read from left to right or from top to bottom. I mm. don't know, but I'm pretty sure the book like to actually start where our last page would be, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But again, fact not check. sure. Fact that that will be fact checked in the comments. Fact check Falcon. Um, oh, just I need to get that sound. That was good. That was really <laughs> just use that. Use that. Um, when you were talking about Russia before, how mental is it that Japan that like is on the other side of the world is so close to Russia, <laughs> yeah, and yet like, on our side, we're pretty close as well. Like, it's mental how big Russia is. I mean, most of the world is close to Russia if you think about it. Yeah, it's just like Africa that isn't, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big anyway, old, big old place, <laughs> big old, place. but same population as Japan. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ish. Whoa, that's yeah. insane. Well, isn't it something like, like, I think, like. Borneo, or like half of Java's got the same population as Japan. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah so like, Jap- like Jakarta is J- like yeah. Like the island, the island that Jakarta's on's got like 150 odd million people, million people on it. That's some densely populated. It is the most mm-hmm. densely populated island on the in the world. Is it? Huh. Yeah, I think. Damn, so. son. I've been watching a lot of 
Densely like, populated places videos. I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos about, but you know, sometimes you see a video where it's like, why Poland's geography sucks. And I'm like, oh, I love Yes, I'm going to click on that. I want to know why it sucks. Because it's flat. <laughs> and it's like in the middle of two massive powers as well. Yeah. True. Yeah. Well, you well. Let's not let's not blow our whole Poland episode one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Where should we go next? We always end up talking about Russia or something. I think European I think country. we need to. I think we need to. I, I, right, right, let's to jump into number one. We need to have a Russian veto. Maybe we'll have some <laughs> sort of. What's, what's the Russian? Oh, right. Okay. Oh. Straight on to inventions. Oh wait! Before we we talk about inventions, did you actually read up on like why there's so many weird inventions? Yeah, because there's well, I've forgotten the name of it. The name well, I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> it's Shindogu or Shindogu or Shindogu. How, I don't know how you pronounce it, but yeah, Japanese art of inventing silly gadgets to solve everyday problems. Ah, okay. But, it, but it's very it's 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 a bit like how you can you can buy this is a really terrible kitchen analogy. Like, you can buy loads of gadgets to do certain jobs in a kitchen yeah. that a knife does. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like a salad chopper. Like, no, it's a knife's job. Yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah, but the, the salad chopper, whatever that is, might do it better than the knife or with less effort. It doesn't do it better. Anyway, that's by the by. By the by. Um, Inventions. One thing I don't think we're talking about, I'll, I'll get to the mentioning on the screen now, is the, um, the banana case. You know, the banana protector? Yeah. yeah. That's a Japanese invention. Um, it's not very surprising. It's almost like, you know, the banana should come with like a, a natural yeah. protective like sleeve. Yeah, that's but... a really good point. Sort it out, Alpha Guest House. God. I can't I, I wouldn't want to imagine what the what the bananas are. <laughs> the bananas are, <laughs> the bananas at the continental breakfast of the Alpha Guest House are probably <laughs> they're probably just slow. From the bin from just like juice. Asda. Um uh, well, they're probably just cardboard cards that have been sprayed on. <laughs> sprayed, yeah. Um, no, probably. this. This. I, I'm. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why this was invented or how. Oh, well, I know why because it's genius. Um, have you ever been a little bit tired, Ed? Maybe a little bit lonely, and you've wanted to lie down on a soft pillow that's also in the shape of a woman's lap. <laughs> <laughs> Not very often, to be fair. That's very specific. I've I've not laid laid in a woman's lap for quite some time, or a man's lap, for that matter. Um, we can sort that out. Oh, it'll ruin the audio. Yeah, um, that's true. That'll be that'll be, be for, once we set up our Patreon. That'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll be the additional snuggle content. sessions <laughs> um, live. Yeah, and there's there's a few different there's a few different like iterations of the uh, the loneliness pillow. Um, one where one where it's like as as you can see in the picture where where you've got the two legs and like the half a skirt. Um, and the other one, which is more like a, like it spoons you. Oh, I think I've seen that the uh, one that's got like an arm. Yeah, it's got an arm that comes around. And that looks like it's wearing like a denim so. shirt or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes a lot, I mean, denim shirt doesn't, but the rest makes a lot of sense. Like I'd rather have that. You'd rather have a lap. plaid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, like a, a white shirt with like green dots. I'd really like that. I used to have, mm. a, I have, a, I have um. An old friend from university who uh, who actually had one in her house, one of these pillows, and she used to use it all the time. She, was she from Japan? Uh, no, she's from India. Oh, close. Oh, they've got them in India. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, I don't, comforting. I don't, it does look very comforting. I I don't think I'd buy one though, because imagine you invite people over and you've just got half that. a human. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it would be quite. Now I'm I'm imagining. Let Let's say. I'm I'm sat on my uh, armchair, and rather than having having the two the two arms, I've got two two of those pillows, oh. and I'm sat sort of astride my my lap cushions, <laughs> and then just sort of like some sort of comforting throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. even sit on the lap. You could have a third one that you're sat on. No, yeah, no. Be, so it would be a gigantic central lap cushion which which would form the seat <laughs> and then like, bolted onto the side two smaller laps and then behind you can have the two snuggle pillows with like well in that case all the arms would make like an m yeah, yeah yeah wouldn't be the, the obvious thing here be like a gigantic lap as a seat and then the the armrests are actually like arms of that so you're just being person. cuddled by a big big oh, person I like, yeah. I like that you're just yeah, a big person nice. big person so, chair. Okay. so yeah japan that's your next thing 
It's probably um, already, it's, it's been made already. <laughs> probably. Is yours number one, Ed? No, yours is number two. Yeah. So that right. is what have the you got? Um, chopstick fan. In case your noodles are a bit too warm, <laughs> just attach it to your chopsticks, and uh, yeah, it cools down the noodles. You know, who hasn't experienced really warm and hot noodles like burning your tongue? Mm. Oh, I did read something that there's a spa in Japan that um, instead of having like you know you can have the chocolate baths and things like that, they do a ramen bath. Mm. With all the soup and everything like that, because well, it's supposed to be all good the ingredients. Skin. I'm guessing. So you one of the yeah. ingredients then? You are the, no- you're the noodle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that is that how they get you out as well at the end? Yeah. They <laughs> just two, two giant chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> and slurping slurping noodles is supposed to be a good thing, right? Doesn't yeah. it like aerates them, like it improves flavour or something? I don't know about that. I think it's, but it's it's seen as you enjoying the meal. Like I've, if you're not slurping, it's supposedly like. Well, I don't know if it's offensive, but it shows that you're grateful for the food you're getting. I've I've heard uh, again, like from YouTube, extensive YouTube video watching. I've heard that um, that there's loads of there's loads of really fascinating etiquette around eat sushi eating, right? And you know that thing, you know that thing people do. I think here in most places in Europe, when you get chopsticks out of a from like let's say a you got, paper bag, yeah, yeah, and you, like you split them open, and some people do like that, like. Crissy crossy like like rubbing them on each other thing yeah um apparently that's like incredibly offensive to do in japan because <laughs> okay. because it um it implies that the the proprietor of the restaurant sources poor quality chopsticks oh yeah. and also putting soy too much like pouring soy sauce directly onto sushi implies that the the owner of the chef can't season his food properly right so you have mm. to dip it yourself kind of thing yeah and same with like putting wasabi on or like if you put soy sauce on first before you eat the sushi or if you mix the wasabi and soy sauce oh yeah that's, well. that's just a big old no-no yeah but that's the same here to be fair <laughs> I don't know you I didn't used to be yeah I used to do it before I was I was told I was wrong and then instantly conformed yeah <laughs> <laughs> can we just talk about wasabi for a second how good is that it's so good. I love wasabi. Thing I love good. wasabi things like peanuts I, I with wasabi, wasabi coating. Peas. Wasabi peas. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to um, burst your wasabi bubble, probably, um, and tell you that like most wasabi in the UK isn't actually made of wasabi. It's made out of horseradish. They just dye green. No. Because real wasabi doesn't travel well. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you like horseradish, Ed? Clearly, right. I love horseradish. You love horseradish. You like, you it's the best thing ever. Let's get a Western ingredient, colour it green, tie it up and call it Asian. Are you serious? So, yeah, yeah. Most, about, like, it's basically the, the mochi if you, if you horseradish. To, if you go to a fancy Japanese restaurant, yeah, they might get fresh wasabi and like grate it. Because they use like special shark teeth graters. God, they love their shark stuff, don't they? That's a good segue, by the way. What? Are you not talking about sharks? I think uh, talking, oh uh, no, dolphins. Kind of. I was talk. Yeah, I was going to talk about dolphins. So sharks. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a. I wouldn't say it's a festival, but there's a there's a place in Japan uh, called Taiji, which was made famous from the film The Cove. Have you seen it? I've seen, no, 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 seen, seen The Cove, but I know which film you're talking. Talk is it about. is it a film or documentary? It's like a documentary, oh. but um, yeah, it's about every year they um, a bunch of fishermen kind of corral migrating dolphins into a bay, and all the ones that are a good size for eating or performing, they take out, and then the rest they just slaughter, um, and the water gets filled with their blood. But um, they populate all the sea worlds and all the kind of dolphin enclosures that you see mm. around the world they get from around there uh, there was a documentary that came out recently like in the last couple of years called Sea Spiracy I didn't watch yeah Seaspiracy. I've still not seen that one um, which talks about that as well did, did they, did they to, talk about the one to, in, the, in the Faroe Islands as well the Faroe like the whaling oh yeah that's also fucking disgusting yeah, sorted out Faroe Islands it's rough I, um, I, I I saw a little I saw a thing on um, Instagram yesterday about so they discovered um, like a hundred year old or like a ninety odd year old orca in the oh, wild. It was a hundred and three. And 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 Sea World <laughs> say the life expectancy is thirteen years, and it's like, 
OKC will just 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 close down. Yeah, they're on their way. They're on their way. But yeah, with no help from this, they're they well they're they're not going to close down. But yeah, it's twenty three thousand dolphins and porpoise pushed into that cove over the over the few months I think it is. Um, And then yeah, they use them for meat, which is really high in mercury because they're like what is it like an apex Apex, predator so they get all the mercury through the through the food chain and they eat a lot of it they eat a lot of dolphin would you eat dolphin no 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 i don't think so would you i feel like you're gonna say yes now yes if i was there i would never it came with a side side of beans (laughs) 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 if i i've said this several times but i like pretty much every animal we've talked about um, yeah, if they, I'm yeah, in a they. place where they they eat it and they offer me some, I probably won't say no. I yeah, I've always said that I'd try anything once, but there's a certain there's a limit, isn't there? Yeah, but um, I read or heard I heard once that Donald Trump got stuck in a 29 minute handshake with I think it was the emperor, maybe what. What? They got stuck in a handshake. Just like the Emperor of Japan. Yeah. Uh, was it instead no. of bowing? I, I've got a. I'm going to have to fact check that on the spot. But it was going to take me to bowing. Um, I feel like there in was America. There was a really long hand, really awkward. Because Donald Donald Trump was a, a, a. Well, aside from being a terrible president, we've lost half our American audience. We don't, <laughs> we don't want that half. Um, he was. He's also a really bad handshaker, wasn't he? He had this weird like yanking people. Like you know those yeah, people. Just, who, Want to like show they're strong and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I just tickle the inside of the hand, Mason style. Nice. Um, and you just you spin your hand as well to make sure it's nice and moist. No, I. I oh, I do that. No, no, I, I spit on the back so they get like an unexpected <laughs> it's, wetness. It's best if you just do like a, you know, like a warm air breath, like a. Oh God! You like do that into your palm and then shake nice someone's and, hand. Yeah. It is disgusting. Like our like our Russian friend. Yeah, we had a Russian friend who always had wet hands. It was weird. <sighs> always clammy oh god yeah really weird it's unlucky when you have clammy hands because it's never really you start, your you fault st- you st- not when not wanting to, to to be rude to you ed you strike me as having quite a soft moist palm can i have a feel it's, test. it's it's very soft that is soft I can imagine this. if it's had clammy. If the but humidity mine, mine was definitely clammy. If the humidity in here mm. were higher, mine's mine's like fucking baking paper. <laughs> <laughs> Rugged. It's like leather. Well, I am I am thirty two. So, <laughs> right, should we go to inventions again? Yeah. What was your one, Kev? <laughs> there was what? two. I couldn't I couldn't make my mind up. So the one, the one, Ed. I, I yeah, if you move out of the way, that's a lady commuting to work. Who has a helmet with a, a toilet plunger attached to the back of it, um, and she's attached the toilet plunger to the window so her head doesn't rock around when she goes to sleep on the on the commute. That reminds me that so my sister went to Japan, and she told one of the things she told me is that it's so safe. People just sleep, like everyone just sleeps on like the the metro and public transport in general they don't obviously always see someone sleeping even in the uk or like i don't know Mm. new york subway and stuff like that but it's pretty unsafe like someone could grab your bag or something yeah apparently in japan they just don't care they just sleep have a proper lie down yeah so that would explain why they created that yeah um and then the other one is a swiss army uh farming tool that doesn't look real (laughs) It does not look real. I, it might not be, but I really hope it is. That's Tom, funny. if you that is... lean out of the way, and then I will also oh lean out of the way. That way. Oh my god! If you oh. fall now. Uh, yeah. Basically, what? it's a Swiss farming knife. Oh my god! <laughs> oh. That's fantastic. Going to, Going to hell. But yeah, it's a. It's like a Swiss army knife. It's got like a shovel, a little scythe. Um, I don't looks, know what looks else. Like, it looks but... like a melon baller. Yeah, a big melon baller. <laughs> Has it got a toothpick? <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a fence post. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that might be the best gadget I've ever seen. Yeah, I'd love one. Oh, melon ballers. Have you seen the square melons? Yeah. 
Apparently they're really expensive. Yeah, they they do a lot of stuff with their with their fruit. They shape it in all sorts of ways. They just put it in a box though, so it's not <laughs> it's not even bad. Like it's not really like you know Isn't they put some chemicals in there. All of all of the most expensive fruit in the world is like Japanese. Isn't it like again? YouTube has taught me all of this shit. Um, like bringing a fruit gift is like really like a really nice gift, like a really oh. well thought of. And the more expensive the fruit, the more like prestigious the gift mm. so like you can buy like bunches have you seen the, the the grapes that are like and we're going to go back to like really terrible analogies for size like the size of a squash ball or a small tennis ball head um, <laughs> uh, why me uh, no 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 um and they're like they're like perfect gigantic grapes and they cost like eight thousand pounds or whatever that is in dollars um for like a box of grapes damn I they also like, like to, to wrap all their fruit individually in plastic. Mm. But they're really <laughs> they good at recycling. wrap a whole grape thing in individual little... I think they just dip it in wax. <laughs> the whole bunch. <laughs> but they're really good at recycling, apparently, compared to us. So, Yeah, there's no litter on the streets. Like, everyone takes their rubbish home, right? I don't know, but it seems pretty clean on the photos. <laughs> yeah. No, that was... I, I was kind of putting casting the net out and see if I knew anyone to see if I knew anyone who'd been to Japan or loves it. And they said, like, it's one, it's the cleanest place they've ever been. It's absolutely spotless. No rubbish on the streets, but not many bins either. And everyone just takes everything home. But it just goes to show that they're just, like, a very respectful society. Mm. Mm. And we saw that with, like, the masks, like, during COVID and stuff like that. They just all accept, like, that they wore masks before. We all thought it was a bit weird. Yeah. And... It's just to, like, if you had a little cold, even before COVID, you just wear a mask to protect everyone else. Here, like, no one would ever do that, although it's such a good idea. Just if someone's feeling a little bit sick, they'll yeah, pop a mask on. they'll just pop a mask on. Yeah, and, it's you know, super nice. And here we've got people complaining about you know, wearing a mask to go to Take Sainsbury's. Take my rights away. Yeah. Seems so. like a good country to live in, but you Japan. definitely need to learn Japanese. I, yeah. feel like, I feel like they're also incredibly racist towards everyone who's not Japanese. <laughs> in fact, I think that's, I think I know that. I'm not saying I think I know that. I think, I think Japan is like quite... But well. they're like a very nationalistic country, mm. aren't they? Like, and even, we, we now see Japan as this super fun country that has robots and, and, and like um, manga and stuff like that. <laughs> but they have, they have like gone to war and like, like killed so many people, even like during yeah. World War Two, people, sometimes forget but japan was violent like they they did yeah, no stuff, shit. like the stuff they did in china like in like manchuria and stuff like what was that i haven't got a clue i don't really remember too much either i wasn't there but um it's rough it's That's rough no <laughs> just just like experimenting on prisoners of war like oh, mass man. killings mass gassings like really twisted shit Damn. um and yeah so respectful among themselves yeah, just respect the society. Yeah. But also, I mean, obviously this has all changed a lot, but it seems like, and this is all according to my sister, who went for like three or four weeks, I think, on her own. Um, and she knew one person who lived there, as a Japanese person who lived there. So she got a quite like a, a real experience, if that makes sense. She says that they're really welcoming as well. And, you know, if you go to a guest house, the owner will not just like give you, you know, your bed and breakfast like they would be here but they would like sometimes take her to the supermarket to to just show stuff nice. be like oh you can buy this oh this, this is really cool you might like this don't buy this this is not good and stuff like that so yeah yeah it sounds amazing and when like I, w I was reading about bowing earlier I was going to talk about it but presumably when when westerners go over there their bows are terrible they always go for handshakes and things like that. So handshakes over there are kind of reserved for really big, momentous moments. Okay. Like a business deal getting made or things like that. But every other time it's bowing. And the angle of your bow shows the amount of respect that you're showing. So if you do just a little head nod so yeah you they, they do in varying degrees but one of them is you bend 45 degrees so you're just you like, need some abs for that <laughs> completely straight um and you just bend at the hips and don't make eye contact which 
Exactly. The only ones that do make eye contact are martial artists. If you ever see a martial artist like bowing, they're always staring forward because it's like a, a challenge. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah. It's so e it seems so easy to be rude, like unexpectedly or without knowing. Well, yes. I mean, it's a completely different world, isn't it? Well, didn't and this again? This is a bit of a bit of an anecdote. Like there was there was a rugby World Cup there two years ago, twenty nineteen. Yeah. And you probably noticed this, Ed. I'm not saying that you hang around with rugby people a lot, um, but you, you work at the the stadium a bit. Like rugby players, and especially people from like the South Sea Islands, are just covered in tattoos. I think it's really masculine. Um, and obviously, like, Japan's got a really like a taboo tattoo culture. Like only, the only people who get tattoos there really were like um, criminals or members of of the yakuza. So they're they're say to these like traveling rugby players traveling rugby players like they're a fucking circus coming through town unless they <laughs> said to these rugby players like you go out in public can you cover up your tattoos because it's really disrespectful wow yeah. interesting sorry about that we're just for the football world cup in the last one so i think 2018 um apparently like japanese fans would like clean the clean, stadium yeah clean up the stadiums that's well, amazing and and the players would do the same in the changing rooms. Like they would leave it spotless compared to other teams that just don't. Like they just yeah, you know, no one gives a shit. Get changed. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. Should we go on to the next one? Where were we? So there's the we've done the bunnies. What have we got here, Ed? Bullet train. Bullet trains. Because Speaking transport. Of cleanliness and efficiency. Efficiency. Yeah, I think the average like. Uh, Lateness is that how you call it mm -hmm. for public transport in uh, in Japan is like seventeen seconds or something silly like that, <laughs> which is mental because seventeen seconds is like nowhere near what any random bus would be. Like here, you you can just wait for seventeen minutes, mm. no problem. Like that might just happen. Yes, yeah, it's, it's standard procedure, really. <laughs> I read that if they're later than like four or five minutes. The train company needs to make like a public apology. Apparently, my so my sister told me that in the metro stations in in Tokyo, um, if the train was late by like you know thirty seconds or a minute, there'd be like a, an announcement on on the radio. Listen, not the radio. The what do you call it? The um, tannoy. Tannoy. Yeah. Tannoy saying that ah, oh, sorry. And don't, don't, it's don't, late. Then you get a note as well. You can take to work and be like, I was late because. It's crazy. And the bullet train is maybe not one of the first, but it's like pioneering the um, the speed train, like speed rail how, and stuff like that. How fast does it go? Two hundred and fifty kilometers an hour, I think. Tokyo, Kyoto is two hours and a half, I think. That's insane. I don't know how far apart those places are, but... <laughs> Probably about 500, 500, <laughs> 500 and a bit. Um, is that... Is that so it's probably the same speed as, like, the the French uh, TGV. Oh, I thought you were going to say it in, in French, then. TGV? TGV. TGV. Um, do they have, like... Because this is just a regular train. It's obviously not a regular train. It's a fancy, fastest, fastest mm. F train. Um, do they have those magnetic trains? You know, the ones that are... Like, oh, they hover, don't yeah, they? Yeah, like, like, I think they're called... Ma Have you heard about this, Ed? Maglabs. I, I've heard about it. I didn't know that was real. I thought that yeah, was all, like, in plans for what to happen in the next few... Mate, Musk, Musk hasn't delivered a project on time ever, so I wouldn't expect too much. Um, <laughs> I think there's a few in China, like, and I think there might be one in Japan, like Mag Maglabs. Oh, I'd love to see one of them. Look like a spaceship, I'd imagine. Super, super smooth. Super smooth. Um, one thing I did want to say about the trains is those people that are hired on platforms... To push people <laughs> onto trains to make sure they're really squeezed on. That's their job. Is that's like people crazy. squeezers. That's how you make sure you're not late. Yeah. Everyone I, on the train. I we could do with some people like that in, in the UK because the amount of people take ages to get on the bus. Yeah. Oh my god. Just push them in. <laughs> Deal with the ticket later. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I would it's the perfect job for Obviously, the perfect job for an angry man or woman, um, but the, it must—it must just be the biggest stress relief ever. 
Because I'm not sure you'd enjoy your job if you were angry, though. Because you'd just be like constantly raging. Maybe it is a purge, though. I don't know. Imagine. Do you think it would be? I don't know. A lot of people would all, like the first few days. Maybe you'd be like, "Oh, this is great," and then someone <laughs> would actually like frustrate you a lot because it must be people who don't want to be pushed. Yeah. But then, if you live in a culture where it's just you're used to being pushed on trains, it's mental. Then, Imagine so just you're just walking floor. around, just go, oh, I'll grab that, I'll get on that train. Just, I'd be livid. You, you're just a bit slow and get massive push in the back. But what if, what if you take that those habits outside of work, and all of a sudden you're in you're in the supermarket, <laughs> yeah. and you're and, you're and you're literally you're shoving pensioners into freezers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Must happen regularly. <laughs> They're the best. Right, where should we go next? What have we got? Uh, Our segues so are horrible today. Yeah, they are, bit, they are a little bit. They are a little bit clunky. Oh, I, I know. Well, well, if you want to talk about that, that's fine. Um, so these, this is my favourite thing I found out about Japan. I'm going to need some notes on this one. But these people are called the armor. They're the armor divers. Um. And there are a bunch of ladies that have been diving for pearls since 750 AD. What? Yeah. 750? So yeah. There's like art going back to 750 AD and they've been written about since then. But the armor, basically, they they all used to do it in the nude. And they just had these little lowing cloths with... Can't, I'm not sure if you can see it there, but she's... It's like a they, knife. They have a long... It's about a foot long, like a blade for going down and picking things off. But um, yeah, it's just a bunch of ladies and they all kept on doing it. And there's one now who's, she's 85 and she only stopped diving like four or five years ago. So they they free dive? They free dive and hold their breath, go down. And they do get food. And Did you say they do it naked? Surely they don't do it anymore, but they used to do it. Surely there's some sharp rocks and stuff down there. Yeah. It must yeah. be quite. But they've been doing it for a long time, but now... The main thing they've started wearing wetsuits now is because of the cold, because it's the Pacific. Was not cold before. No, it was always cold, but they just didn't <laughs> use wetsuits. Getting soft. But yeah, badass it's not ladies. What it used to be. But now they wear either wetsuits or they wear like these long white ankle length like shirt things. Surely that makes it harder to swim. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Like the wavy, wavy shirt things. Yeah. So, and how long has it been going on? For? Like, how long has this been going on for? Like since seventy fifty AD. Whoa. Yeah. So, so there's like I, I don't know who that artist is. That really recognisable one with the waves. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's similar style pictures to that of a bunch of these women just with their little loincloth knife things, like fighting octopus in the sea. Oh, it's so I don't cool. want to do fighting no, octopus especially naked oh no no oh they were just like yeah oh my little waggler but there's <laughs> there's a series of photos that someone eight, took yeah. back in the day of of all of them like coming out of the water with shells what, and they're right? just starkers nice. it's a really cool set of photos pixelated and yeah yeah obviously pixelated <laughs> yeah talk about something you have to pixelate uh god yes here we go. Finally. This is a good segue now. Um, you might for for those listening to the listening to the podcast rather than viewing it, um, this is this is a quite a quite a benign Japanese street in some district south of Tokyo. Yeah, nothing um, too and, fancy. And they're just being paraded around the town as a gigantic gigantic pink knob. Um, with slight pixelation on it. A little bit of pixelation, in keeping, obviously. Uh, this is, uh, I'm not going to pronounce it in Japanese, so I'll just butcher it again. <laughs> but it's called the Festival of the Steel Phallus. Ooh. Um, yeah. So every year in a um, suburb of, uh, of Tokyo, get together, and they celebrate all things dick-related. Um, well, it's, actually, it's actually more of a, like a fertility festival. Um, but it sort of like democratizes fertility and like sexualization in the sense that, you know, you'd have people who want to like be more fertile and like have, have families and like sexual harmony within the household. And then you might also have like, like people giving offerings, like prostitutes might give offerings to, mm. to like 
get rid of all the STIs they've picked up across the across the year, <laughs> or prevent prevent getting get get rid of STIs or parades get rid of the STIs. Um, it's also like really um, friendly towards uh, members of like the transgender community. Um, so it's, so it's not just this like funny thing where everyone parades around with dicks and eats like dick shaped lollipops. It's, it is also it sounds like it, yeah, it, it is it? it is very much that. Um, and it was sort of dying out in the 70s. Like I think it's been going around since like the 17th century uh, in some like small form, but it sort of got big in the last, uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> it engorged in the last few years. <laughs> I think mainly off the back of just the internet, internet generation, the more people know about it. So now it's become this big, this big sort of. I wonder how it started because it must've been one, one I person think, one day said, yeah, you know just, what? Let's make a giant knob. I think, I think it's <laughs> a lot, a lot of all of the strange, well, for us at least, or at least for me, strange um, sort of practices come out of like Shinto. And I don't really know too much about Shinto. I'll talk about Shinto a little bit later, maybe. Um, but yeah, oh, there's one thing. So at the at the the festival of the steel phallus, um, there's three knobs that are paraded through the town. The first one is a ramrod, straight, made out of shiny black metal. Um, this is carried by people whistling and chanting that's maybe about like youth possibly and but youth and sort of you know strong sturdiness the sturdiness um the second one is a wooden ancient and gnarled oh maybe maybe moving towards showing that you know gnarled that, that, for that, her that, pleasure that, yeah i i would have gone for slightly rusted like pitted i think that's probably better <laughs> for steel phalluses um and the third one is uh, carried by, um, well, trans transvestites. Wow. Yeah. So it is. It's not. So just, which one's this specifically? Is this not an important just, one? I, I that's don't just know. A, I think that's just one. Pink knob. One giant pink knob. Yeah. Giant pink knob. Fair enough. That's they also give out um, um, lollies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like loads of loads of restaurants. You know, that there's like that really cute, that really cute fa like fashion of making like sculptures out of food like you yeah. see like the picture of like a little bear that's rice and it's got that little fucking <laughs> omelette blanket they'll do the same things with um with dicks <laughs> oh great so penis yeah cake. yeah that's it that's the penis, penis festival. festival or the festival of the steel phallus brilliant <laughs> <laughs> where uh where did you say it happens uh just south of, Cho of tokyo in some district south of tokyo that's amazing what have we got ah Okay, so as I'm not sure if we did you did, did I send you any pictures of the monkeys in the baths? I think I've, sure. seen, I've seen these pictures. So there's these really famous snow monkeys in Japan that everyone like everyone who goes to Japan goes to to see these monkeys bathing in hot springs, and that's how they kind of deal with the winter. They just hang out in these hot springs. And so bathe. it's natural. It's not humans putting them there. No, no, for sure. no, no. It's it's wild monkeys. Um, and they're really well known for that, but what they're not very well known for is uh, riding deer. So um, people initially just thought they were using them to get around, but they do that partially. But they also, young females in general, um, jump on the back and grind the the deer to, uh, you know... <laughs> What? Yeah. They basically masturbate on the back of a deer. That's so weird. <laughs> yes. So strange. Yeah. So the, what other transport? animal does... What? Just for transport, not not for... No, no, it does no, it, it for itself. Oh, like, yeah. it, it uses D it what as What kind like of a... other animal would I, do I, that? Uh, a dolphin. Dolphins would. would true, yeah, true. Sure. Dolphins would not always Imagine a combination, like a, a little combo of that monkey and the Japanese dolphin. Imagine... What do you mean? Cross like, like a sandwich? Like, like, like oh no no! I mean like hybrid. The, no no, their activities together. Dolphin monkey hybrid. Or came a dolphin monkey chimera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, the monkeys out there masturbate on the backs of deers. That's gross. And it wasn't recorded until quite recently either. And they're very vocal while they're doing it. It's great. So let's go back to the start of your story there. So those monkeys mm -hmm. like to bathe in like hot springs and stuff when it's cold. Yeah. 
That means those monkeys are in areas where it gets cold. Where else can you find monkeys in the snow and stuff? Well, in India. China. Is that common? You got snow. Uh, I don't think it's common, but you you get some species where it snows, like highland monkeys. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, definitely in in Asia, you got those, and then you've got the snub-nosed monkeys. They got like they're bright orange with like blue faces almost. They mm. look disgusting, but they're up in big Interesting. monkeys. I don't, for me, like in my you know uh, not knowledgeable mind mm. uh, of animals. Um, I thought monkeys were just like in, you know, sort of tropical places, and yeah. hot places and stuff like that. But yeah, no, they're, they're all over the shop, yeah. Just not in Europe, basically, and North America, I suppose. Well, they've got monkeys in Gibraltar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbary macaques, they're terrifying. Monkeys in general are absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Did you hear about the ones in, this isn't India, uh, this isn't Japan, it's India, but the monkeys that started killing dogs. I told you didn't about Ed that. Did. Ed was <laughs> literally on this, on this right. podcast. Yeah, right. I told you. And it is India. It is India. I'm going to bring this up again next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually not super like specific with the facts and necessarily correct, but I was correct with the amount as well because I checked after that and it was 250, which is crazy. Like It's actually yeah. mental. It's a hell of a lot of dogs. But did, the, <laughs> did the dogs deserve it? I they think... they killed another monkey, but they killed one monkey, and probably not, one not dog those as well. dogs as well. Just some dogs did. <laughs> yeah, but you got to spread the message, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, they definitely spread it. It's like the equivalent of putting a horse head in your bed, but just killing everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, oh, poor little monkeys. What other what other really um, famous uh, wildlife is there in Japan? Um. There are well, the world's largest salamander, uh, which is like big boy. It's like a two foot, I think. They call them the hellbender, big, disgusting black things. Um, that must be that's so big. Yeah. Do they still like crawl on like? Yeah, they're they're kind of in streams and and rivers. It's crazy. Hell. Um, but yeah, the main ones I was going to talk about were the deers, the monkeys. That's so weird. <laughs> Have they got any like bears there or anything? Yeah, yeah, they got Asiatic brown bears. Is there anything they don't couple. have? Tigers. They must have tigers. No, I think they've only got two like two species of cat, which are on these islands in the north. I think. Uh, like a wild cat. Yeah, yeah. Like a little, a little one, like a lynxy size. No, little little putty cat. Oh, nice. Um, I don't think they've got dogs like wild wild. Dogs they've like got wild pigs, haven't they? Yeah. I think have they? Cool. I think so, yeah. Oh. I might have just made that up. <laughs> well, the Fact wild check. animals have got plenty Fact of check space. Fact Falcon. Have got plenty of space because apparently, not apparently, this is actually a fact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 70% of Japan is made up of forests or mountains. And or mountains. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how uh, the, the altitude of Mount Fuji? No. Can I guess? Yeah. One, two, two thousand four hundred and thirty-two meters. Meters, yeah. Uh, no. Oh. Four thousand. Oh, you're probably closest. Yeah, it's three thousand seven hundred seventy-six meters. Damn. Which wow. is about twelve thousand feet. Shit, it's big. Uh, it's 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 probably just, along with Everest. It's probably the most recognizable. Kilimanjaro. Oh, yeah, so I could look at it. I I would. It's just because there's nothing. Obviously, there's um, there's Tokyo and stuff, but like, it literally is the definition of a mountain. Yeah. If you ask a kid how to do to draw a mountain, they'll draw Mount Fuji mm. or Kilimanjaro. Isn't yeah, it's isn't cool. It, just... Isn't it a volcano though? I think so. It's volcanoes. <laughs> Well, if you ask someone to draw a kid to draw a volcano, they draw Mount Fuji. Yeah, <laughs> but it is on the Pacific Ring of Fire, isn't it? Yeah, because yeah. there's, there's like there's two hundred volcanoes in Japan. I think that's like nuts. sixty of them are active, and that's it's quite a dangerous area to live in. It, humans shouldn't live there. Like, under, like, if 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 you were a rational, if you let's say it was our job and we're playing Civilization on the Xbox sixty or whatever. Um, and you had a you had a map of the globe. 
you would not choose Japan as a place to populate. No, the UK is probably quite good, to be fair. It's an island, so quite safe. It's a bit cold, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's a bit nippy. Yeah, it's but a bit it's not cold. a bit like you've got a coat and you're good. But there's no, like, natural disasters as such. Not yet. Just a Tory party, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of natural disasters in Japan. Yeah, they're, like, they're on two, well, the, the, the ring of fire. Yeah. yeah. So it, it makes sense. They're, they're right next to the, well, the plates kind of create the the trench as well. The are Japanese they, trench. Is that is that near the, yeah, well. Like the Mariana the, one as that well. Near, is that the Mariana near that as well? Yeah. I think I think it's it's the same like there. it's the same like plate yeah. boundary, isn't it? Yeah. And um, that gets to I think it's like eight thousand and forty something meters down. So it's one of the eight deepest kilometers. spots on it. Yeah, I feel like it's more than kilometers. that. What's what's um where did uh, like the Mariana Trench is deeper? Where did Ridley Scott go? Where did he fuck off to, Dan? Like I think it was the Mariana Trench. Challenger Deep, isn't it? Like because there's the Mariana Trench and then there's the deepest part of the Challenger of the Mariana Trench. I think it's called the Challenger Deep. Oh, is it? Okay. And he went down there. But then Putin went to the bottom of Baikal. So, yeah, and you know, he swam what? down. Call it a draw. No, <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he, <laughs> walk, he walked down. Yeah. No, but he didn't go, did he? Yeah, he did. Really? Mate, it's on my calendar. <laughs> um, <laughs> what was that? Oh, keys. Um, yeah, lots of... Yeah, it's just a bizarre place to live. And I, I know that it's not a bizarre place to live. It's like, it's just not where humans should be living yeah, a lot of mountains as well so it's not easy to like you can't farm there easily you got fucking you can with that multi-tool oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and i suppose you could if you had like if you had a wall you could use it as a slide as well um yeah um anyway they got like tsunamis earthquakes volcanoes terrible farming like like the only bit of flatland in the country is where tokyo is basically so they just jam everyone there yeah um they got really good skiing apparently in japan, japan. Too. yeah a, a friend of mine actually from from swansea his name's nick uh Shout out nick he's called uh, his nickname's pierre because he's got a really tiny head um <laughs> he uh he he actually went out and worked a ski season in japan um and i i cannot i can't even imagine what the reception was for this, the best word in the world. I love Nick. He's a really, really, really great guy. He's not the sharpest. It's because he's got a tiny head. And and he's he's very South Wales. Um, right. And uh, for those in the audience who aren't from South Wales, it's quite it's quite an abrasive character, <laughs> uh, to put it nicely. And um, what are you babying for? <laughs> yeah, I just can't imagine how how sort of Japanese sensibilities would have would have jarred with. Yeah. Why are you looking at <laughs> type of type of mindset? But yeah, I've um. You were talking about farming. I was talking about farming. Have you got and, some farms? And there's a segue. <laughs> this is this is the worst segue we've done so far. So farms, farms. What do they do on farms? Vegetables. Uh, did you know um, that Japan was pretty much a vegetarian society for over a thousand years? Really. So they didn't even eat fish on an island. That's why I said nearly. Um, so, <laughs> so basically, uh, in 675, the year, CE, um, the use of livestock and the consumption of some wild animals, horse, cattle, dogs, monkeys, birds, was banned in, in, in Japan by Emperor Ten, Tenmu due to the influence of Buddhism. Hmm. And and whilst there was some restrict in the year seven thirty seven, the emperor did allow the eating of some fish and self and, sh and shellfish. This was only reserved for very special occasions, and in fact, it was protested by some very ardent Buddhist monks because it was deemed improper to eat uh, other animals. So that and that went all the way up until basically eighteen seventy two, um, because. 1872 yeah, that's yeah. so recent because japan went through this whole like period in i think for like three or four hundred years of like complete isolation from the rest of the world they like they closed their borders they wouldn't let any foreign ships dock at all and they kept it all in kept it all in house mm. sorting some shit out um but then i think some american boats landed and then under uh, because of like the the 
the increased Western influence, the emperor at the time uh, allowed the eating of uh, of meat again. And they've gone hard <laughs> on eating fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're literally famous for that now. Yeah. But yeah, um, and the wagyu beef is that not from Japan? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, Ed, you're you're well. I'm 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 a I'm a pretty terrible vegan. Kev, you're also a vegan. No, not really. Mo mostly vegan. Mostly, yeah. Ed. I want to put a label on it, you know. <laughs> Ed, would you ever go vegetarian or vegan? Or are you? Oh yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I was never vegetarian, but I never really consumed meat to like a like a crazy extent. Like, I'll have meat, and I don't mind it. You can have something with those beans. <laughs> but in general, I don't like. If I can not have meat, I'll just not have meat. I'm not really precious about it. I, it's also, in our society, a big effort to go ve veggie. Uh, maybe. Really? Yeah, still. Like, we're not exactly like where it's really easy to think of stuff like without meat. But I don't eat that much meat, to be honest. And like, if I find a substitute, it, it, this is not an advert or anything. But if you crave nuggets, don't buy chicken nuggets. Like, there's no point. Just buy corn nuggets. Like, same stuff. <laughs> they literally taste identical. Yeah. It says more about the chickens they're using. Yeah, probably as well. I watch some. But in general, Sorry. yeah, I'm not vegetarian, but I don't really eat meat. I definitely don't eat it every day like a lot of people do. Yeah, Sometimes it can't I can be a go meal a week. without it, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I, I, I find it really weird because I'm sort of. I, I don't eat meat. Most of my friends don't eat meat. Obviously, my. my Nadia doesn't eat meat, and I've been so removed from like that side of like I've never I can't remember last time I sat down with someone who was eating meat, so I almost feel like it doesn't exist anymore. Mm. But I know it does because like, like everyone's, everyone's work, chomp, chomping on fucking it's Big Macs. Quite hard, like if I'm away with work or something, like lunch or something, just everyone's just gonna eat some sort of meat, even if it's just like a sandwich with ham, you know. Just, it's quite hard to get away from it. I, I once had a really sad subway experience um, when I was going to work an event. And I got to the subway. It was in like some service station. I walked up to the counter and I was like, well, have you got this vegetarian? They're like, nothing. And I was like, okay, can I, just, can I just have a regular sandwich but without the meat? I was like, I just want to choose all the salads and put it in, in the bread. I'm like, yeah, you can do that if you want. I'm going to charge you for the meat. I was like, <laughs> bastard. And it was just like a sad, a sad, sad little... I'm sure they don't have veggie options. Well, have got veggie delight now. Back in the day. Oh, okay. Back in the day. There's so much we've missed as well. And, yeah, and I, and we could do another 10 episodes on Japan. I barely scratched surface. Like, we've we've not done Japan justice. Well, I, I don't think all. we've done any country justice. Maybe <laughs> maybe Luxembourg because it's so tiny. No, we actually got we were full of shit with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we'll come back to Japan one day, I'm sure. Yeah, well, <clears throat> this might take us back to Japan, but there's so much to talk about. Amazing. Like, we, haven't even, we, haven't even talked about, we haven't even talked about Takeshi's Castle yet. Ah! <laughs> ah, yeah. Great. We haven't talked about like any like video games and stuff like that. Like their their whole culture around video games and arcade games and, and stuff like that. Music as well. Music. We haven't talked about anything. We haven't talked about Fast and Furious Three colon Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> we talked about monkeys shagging deer. Yeah. But we didn't well, talk about the Tokyo Drift. Um, um, okay. So now we're going to select our next destination. Is there anywhere that you're excited about talking about? I we haven't done properly. An African country yet. We've done Madagascar. Yeah. But I want I want a continental African country so I can learn and grow. Okay. And I'm probably we're probably gonna get the whitest fucking we'll get like Finland. <laughs> <laughs> America. Oh god. Yeah. Right. Where Ooh. do we Ooh. go? Oh India. shit. Oh man. Is that India? Yeah. yeah. We're going to India. We're going to nice. India. Nice. Oh God, I'm this is about this. such a big country. <laughs> Why can't we have small countries? We then? had Luxembourg. What what smaller thing do you want? Liechtenstein. I, I'm excited. The Vatican. I love small places, but this is definitely not a small place. There's so much. You've been to India? No. no? I almost went to nope. India with work, but I couldn't. Same. Fair enough. I almost went to India as well. Ah, oh, cool. Right, wow. We're going to have loads of knowledge for you next week. <laughs> because we <laughs> almost went. <laughs> yeah, we almost went. We know someone that went there once. And we've all got YouTube. 
So you'll learn the top and grow 10 with us. fun facts about <laughs> yeah. said country articles. Well, ever. the only thing that I'm going to talk about, and sorry for a little spoiler in it for next week's. Uh, no, it's, no, it's not a spoiler. It's a teaser, and it's and it's one sentence. Hello, Mr. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and on that, and on that, Mr. Williamsy note, we will see you next week for some Indian fun. Yeah, live from yeah. Delhi. Live from Delhi. <laughs> cool. <laughs> live from the green screen. See you then. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.